Welcome to the Breakthrough and Bloom podcast. My name is Kelsey Marks and I am your host and your Breakthrough BFF. I intend to be an open channel to allow insights to flow in that help you break through to the next level of who you were always meant to be. With these conversations, we're going to shift some perspectives, okay? And we're going to give you a new way to live the life that you live, allowing the opportunity to truly manifest what it is that you desire. So if you're looking to break through to the next level of who you are, to live the life of your dreams, and to gain a deeper understanding of spiritual topics, well, you have come to the right place. And I know we're going to have so much fun together, and I am beyond excited to have these conversations with you. So let's go ahead and get started, shall we? Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe that we have been hanging out on this podcast for over six months already? Over half a year. (laughs) I can't believe it. Time truly just flies by sometimes. Not that like time really exists. Anywho, but how is it going? (laughs) Is anyone else having a lot of dreams lately or is it just me? I seem to be having one almost every night that I remember at least. And I don't know if you know this or not, but dreams are actually like really important. (laughs) They're really important to pay attention to and to try to remember them and to like journal them down in the morning when you wake up because dreams are created from your subconscious mind and they are full of imagery and messages about what's going on within you that you might not actually be aware of at all. Like the things that are within the subconscious mind that you haven't brought to your conscious mind yet, right? Like this is kind of like shadow shadow work, shadow integration, the things that I've talked about in other episodes. Dreams are basically like a little window into it of what's going on. And when I started paying attention to my dreams and the themes within them, like the repeating dreams that I've had, I think we all have some that are like repeating um, or repeating patterns that are happening in dreams. Like I was able to start actually changing them by doing like shadow integration and, and working with these themes when I was awake, when I was conscious. And it got really cool too, where in these dreams, when the theme or that repeating pattern would start up, I was consciously aware of it. Like I was aware I was dreaming, right? And I was aware that I could, I could make a change too. And I was making different choices and I was shifting the outcome of the dreams. And it was just really interesting. So instead of like my dreams kind of running rampant and doing whatever, I was becoming more like in control of it. And it was really, really cool. So for example, I had one recurring dream about not being able to like close or lock doors or like sometimes like the doors didn't even fit. Like I couldn't even get like it on the hinges, like nothing like, and I was always being like chased by something in the dream. So like I was always in my mother's house (laughs) and I was always trying to go into my bedroom or like the slider door that like doesn't lock very well. Um, and like in these dreams, I would always be trying to lock or shut these doors and I just couldn't. And it, I was always getting chased and whatever it was in my dream would always get me and I would always wake up. And 
I started realizing, okay, this is like a repeating pattern. What is going on with this? So I started like journaling on it. I started asking my questions about it. Like, what is it, what is it showing me? And it was really about that, you know, I couldn't protect myself, right? I didn't think that I could protect myself. I didn't think that I could keep myself safe. So I started doing work on this and releasing a lot of things and, you know, all of the stuff that goes on and the coaching that I do, right? Like I have to experience my own coaching, right? <laughs> I'm my own coach. Um, but I started doing all of this work and in my dreams it started you know shifting where the door did go on the hinges and it was the same size and I actually was able to shut it and now I just like didn't have the time to lock it or I was able to look at the person who was you know trying to come into my house and I was able to tell them like no you have to stop there and then I was able to lock the door when I like confronted my fear that was trying to get into my house right and like I remember the last one that I had, it was super powerful because that was the one where it was like this man who was trying, who was walking down the street very slowly and then trying to get into my house. And like, I just got to the door in time and he was right there going to grab for the handle. And I told him, I was like, you can't come in here. You need to stay out there. And I shut the door and I locked it. And I haven't had that recurring dream since then. Like I took control. Right. And that's what I'm saying about like dreams. That's why I'm saying pay attention to your dreams. There's so much for you to learn with them because now I trust myself, right? I know I can protect myself. I know that I have the ability to keep myself safe. And had I not been paying attention to the dreams, who knows? I could have not worked through that already. And as interesting as that dream was, <laughs> that's not the dream that I wanted to talk about today. Um, but I did want to talk about a dream that I did have recently because I think it it had a really powerful message behind it and I've kind of talked about what this message is in other episodes but I think it really it deserves its own episode honestly so the other day I had a pretty vivid dream um not to the level of like astral travel dreams that I've had which are so fucking cool by the way <laughs> if you want to hear about them I can share it with you in the future just not this episode but the dream that I had was pretty vivid nonetheless just not like astral travel level which if you know me you know that like seeing um images in my in my mind like clairvoyance it isn't the strongest of my clairs yet um so when I see things I get pretty stoked about it and I tend to remember them a little bit more. It hits a little bit harder. And that's probably, you know, why it's like that for me anyways. So in the stream, I was in this like random house. It might've been a coffee shop. I don't know. The place didn't really matter. Um, I was somewhere with this like really beautiful young woman and we were sitting like across from one another at a little table, just having like coffee, tea, whatever. And she was talking to me about how much she hates being in school to become a doctor like she was hating all of the classes felt like her life was being like sucked out of her there was no joy she was just so unhappy about being in med school and I don't know if you guys know this about me but when I went to college I initially was in the physical therapy program at Springfield College which was like an accelerated undergrad to get you into the grad program technically in year four as a, as a senior you're technically a grad student anyways it was a lot this accelerated program, it was a lot. And a lot of the gen eds that I was in, 
were also the gen eds that medical students were in, all of the PAs and like the future doctors and stuff, right? Because PTs, PAs, they're, you're going to have the same gen eds. And I remember so vividly the first anatomy and physiology lab I had where we were going over like the holes and the, the bones and the structures and the lines and the connections of the skull. And all of the names of the different bones and all of these like connections, they have names and all of the holes, they have names. And it's kind of wild that we name everything, but like there's names everywhere. And in order to leave, the teacher asked us to recite back three random things on the skull. Like she'd point to something and be like, okay, what is this bone? Or like, what is this hole? Or like, whatever, whatever. Right. And I was the last one to leave because in order to leave, you had to recite three things back. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't retain the fucking information that fast. And at this point, you know, I was, I was totally dissociating at this point. So short-term memory just wasn't a thing for me. And it really took a, a while for things to stick. But I remember like everyone else in the class, like all the PAs, all of the like other PT students, all the future doctors, they were like flying through it and just like sticking. And I was like, you know, this, this isn't for me. And I dropped my major after that class and changed my minder. All of this to say, I dropped because of my gen ed classes. I can only imagine how grueling it gets when you get further along into med school or anything in that realm, especially if it's not something you actually want to be doing, right? Like I didn't really want to be doing it and I dropped it. So knowing that I have experience in dropping shit that isn't meant to be, <laughs> I was having this conversation with this woman who was like, I don't want to be in med school anymore. She's like, I really want to be an artist, which I know, cliche, whatever, med school student to artist, but that was, that was the vibe that was happening. And she's like, I don't want to do this. I want like the freedom to create. I just feel so stifled. I don't feel like I get to do anything creative. Like I used to draw all the time as a kid or like paint and like pottery, like anything creative, I just don't have the time to do. And I'm like, okay, like, then why don't you drop out of med school and do art instead? Like, follow, follow what you want to do. And she's like, I can't. She's like, my mother wants me to be a doctor. That's all she's ever wanted from me. That's all she's ever like drilled into my head as a kid. Like, you've got to be a doctor. And you know, we kept talking and I, it got to a point where she was like, my mother won't accept me. I'll get like rejected from my family if I don't become a doctor. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> and I don't want to say that I like went in, but I definitely was like super passionate about how I was responding to her after this. Um, and this is like what I wanted to share too, because when I woke up after my dream, I thought about it more too, and like continued the conversation in my head. And I was like, this is like really important shit and I should be sharing it. So the first thing that I said to her, I was like, only you can live your life. You know that, right? Like your mother cannot live your life. No one else in this entire fucking world can live your life. You're the only one who can experience what it's like to be inside of your body. You are the only one who can experience what it's like living your life. You're the only one who gets to experience your thoughts, your desires, your dreams, your abilities, your gifts, your skills. You are the only one who gets to be you. And the fact that you are living your life based on someone else's desires is fucking wild, right? How does that make sense? This person who is 
you know, influencing you and telling you that you must do this literally cannot and will never experience what it's like to be you. They cannot experience what it's like to even complete those desires as you, right? Like you could do all of the things that they're saying for you to do, but they have no idea what it's like. They don't know that it's unfulfilling, that it's soul sucking. They think it's fulfilling, right? Because it's their desire and it's not even anything that you want to do. And I had this imagery too. It's like this. If any of you play video games, I don't know whether you do or don't. There's obviously different consoles out there. And I'm not sure if you you know the difference between like a PS5 and an Xbox, but I'm sure you do. It's pretty, pretty common. So just imagine you have like an Xbox and let's say for the sake of the argument, the dream, let's say your mom has like a PS5. And imagine that your mom comes over with her game for her PS5 and it's like, here, play it in your Xbox, right? It's not going to fucking work. Those games aren't compatible. One is designed for one system and one is designed for the other system. It is not designed for you. Her game is not a game for you to be playing in. And even if you both had Xboxes, right, for the sake of argument, let's say that you both had Xboxes and she brings a game over, but it's not one that you enjoy. You could be playing it and maybe that disc is all fucked up and it's got scratches all over. It's skipping. It's freezing. It doesn't load, whatever. Or you're bored out of your fucking mind, right? Would you tell this, you know, this person, your mom in this case to be like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to play my own game because this game is really boring, right? Or are you just going to keep playing this boring ass game all day? Or it could be like, hey, this game isn't compatible with my console at all. Like, I'm not sure why you, you're, you're, trying to force me to play it. It doesn't, I can't even play it. Right. But here we are. <laughs> There's plenty of humans out here that are living lives for other people that are playing their games, playing other people's dreams out instead of their own, instead of playing their own games with their own console, their, their own things that make them happy. And you can only live your life. You cannot live someone else's. You cannot complete someone else's goals either or you know live out their dreams or or fulfill their desires for them right their dreams their desires their goals it's for them to complete just like yours are for you to complete and to experience so if your mother thinks being a doctor is so important then let her become one right if she never became a doctor and that's why she's pushing it on you then let her let her go back to school it's not the college doesn't have an age limit. You can go back to school however fucking old you want to, right? Let her become it. It's her dream. And if she is already one and that's why she's like pushing it on you, then great. It would appear that her definition of success isn't the same as yours. And that's okay. Some people think that like status, money, jobs, relationships, whatever are indications of success. When in reality, success is really just a life that is enjoyed. A life that has freedom. One that embraces the amazing, wonderful aspects of who you are. Like that is a successful life, right? One that is enjoyed. The purpose of life isn't to accumulate things around you. It's to experience joy. It's to experience freedom. It's to experience love. It's to experience happiness. And none of that has to do with things. It's it's all about within how you are feeling within and when you give yourself these things first joy freedom love happiness acceptance 
your reality is going to follow. It's literally how our realities are manifested. It's, it's proven in science as well that this is how our reality is manifested. And if you don't believe me, look up the double split experiment or Schrodinger's cat. Both of these are basically saying that nothing exists until it's observed. Nothing exists until you, as consciousness, observe it and give it meaning. So living someone else's life isn't why you're here. You're here to live yours. You're here to bring your unique take, your unique perspectives, your gifts, abilities into this existence. And again, no one, no one knows what's best for you besides you. That's why when you you pick your choices at the end of the day, you're picking them because you know what's best for you. And sure, some of your choices may not be like the healthiest or may not seem positive. Like you might be saying like, okay, how is someone who's choosing um, to like drink all day or, or choosing addiction? And some people might say addiction is not a choice. Okay, but for the sake of the argument, like these, these things that aren't good for you, for your body, for your mental state, like why would someone be picking that? It's because it's their life, Okay. <laughs> It's their experience. It's their choice to go through it and learn what they need to learn and come through out on the other side of it. It's it's whatever lesson they signed up for to learn. And they might also be teaching you a lesson as well in unconditional love. To just allow someone to be as they are, to offer them help when they ask, to be available for them, but not to push your ideologies onto them, not to tell them that they need to live a certain way, but to show them that there is another way to live and allow them to make the choice whether or not they want to. Because they're going to pick what's best for them, for their soul evolution. You might be thinking it's not, it's not a good choice as a, as a human. Okay, then look at it farther out. How is this going to help their soul evolve? And we don't we don't know that because we don't we don't see each other's souls. We see these like human meat suits that are holding them. But you could think that way of like, okay, how is this going to help their soul evolve? What can I do to just hold space for them to be available for them? And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about too. That when I woke up, I realized I wanted to talk about. It. I didn't say it in my dream, but afterwards is that. Like having someone saying to you that you need to be this, you need to be a doctor or, or else you're a failure or I don't accept you or whatever, rejection, 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 abandonment, whatever. That is conditional love. That is not unconditional love. That is love that says, I will only love you if you do this. I will only love you when you do this. I will only love you when you prove this to me or give this to me or provide that to me, right? Whatever. There's a condition. There's an if-then statement. And that is not unconditional love. Unconditional love is what we all want. It's what we are all worthy of experiencing, which... We are all unconditional love inherently within. It's who we are at our core. We are all unconditional love, which is why we want to experience it, right? We want to experience the self. We want to experience who we are at our core. And unconditional love means I will love you no matter what. And you can love someone and not have them be a part of your life too. Like there's there's a difference there. You can love someone and know that they are on a journey that is not in alignment with yours and you don't experience reality together right you can love someone and be like 
that is an interesting choice of life. It is not one that I am doing and it's not in resonance with me. So I hope the best for you. I wish you well, right? Like we, we can love people that aren't in our lives. We can love people that we hold boundaries against. We can love people that we don't necessarily want to experience our reality with. You don't have, right? It, like it's just love. It's just acceptance. It's just appreciation for what they're showing, what they're going through, what they're teaching you, all of it. Like that's unconditional love. Whether or not you agree with it, whether or not it's something that you would do, you still are just accepting of them. You still are just loving them. And the real issue is, is when we don't give unconditional love to ourselves first, like we look for it externally. And let me tell you, you will never find it externally if you cannot find it internally first. And that's the way the universe works. It's how reality is made. It's based on your inner world, your inner consciousness, because nothing exists until it's observed and nothing has meaning until you give it meaning. You are the observer. You are the one that's giving things meaning. So if within you, you don't, you know, believe that you're worthy of it, you're going to create a reality that proves your belief to you. That's that's because you're giving the meanings to everything based on your beliefs. And it doesn't matter who it is in your life, your mother, your father, sister, husband, wife, friends, if there are conditions that you must fulfill in order to receive what feels like love, it's not really love. Love is unconditional. Love doesn't require boxes to be checked love is just your birthright you are you are worthy of receiving it exactly as you are and if you want to experience unconditional love around you you have to give it to yourself first if you want to experience acceptance the acceptance you are looking for is within you it's not around you Accept yourself first, and those that will accept you unconditionally will stay around in your reality, and those that don't will fall away. And I'm not saying like they're going to die or, or anything like that. Like they're just not going to be people that you hang around with, people you talk to, people you spend time with. Like those who don't unconditionally love you, when you start to love and accept yourself, they fall away because you're no longer in resonance with it. And when you start to accept yourself as you are, when you give yourself the things that you need, when you follow your heart, when you follow your dreams, when you say yes to you and no to others, you start to vibrate differently. You, you change the vibration that you are. You start to radiate compassion, unconditional love, true acceptance because you're doing it for yourself and it just becomes natural to do it for others. And when you start doing it for others, you you know, you're understanding that they are simply doing what they can do at this moment in time to make themselves feel safe, to feel to feel happy. And you start to understand, right, like it's their life to live, just like mine is my life to live. And a good question to ask, too, is like, why the fuck would you come here and live a life designed by someone else who has no fucking clue what it's like to be you? That's like spending like $10,000 on a vacation to go somewhere you don't like, doing things you don't enjoy, eating food you find disgusting, right? Like live your life. 
live it with purpose, live it with passion, live it with acceptance, live it with love for yourself. Choose you, say yes to the things that light you up. And you're never going to be alone too. So if that's a thought that's like crossed through your mind of like, okay, when I start saying yes to me, I'm going to be alone. That's not true. You will find your tribe when you start being authentic to yourself because you're going to be vibrating at a level that attracts people that are in resonance with that. You will find your chosen family if your actual family isn't coming along on that ride with you while you change your vibration, right? And yeah, it can fucking hurt. But isn't living a life that's not yours more painful in the end than being accepted by someone who doesn't truly understand or appreciate you? Wouldn't it feel so much better to like follow your heart, love what you do, love who you are, and find your tribe of people who love and accept you just as you are? And I think that's why I love drag so much. And it's because you hear like this this story so often, the like rejection of friends and family because of them being gay or being too effeminate or whatever, and they start doing drag, they're finding their passion, they're being creative, and they're allowing themselves to express themselves how they always wanted to. And then they end up finding their chosen family, right? They find other people that understand them, that accept them just as they are, that like are in the same realm as them, right? And they're being accepted for the first time. And it's because they finally said enough to everyone else and started saying yes to themselves. So it, it's time to say yes to you. It's it's time to accept who you are, to follow your life design. This life is, is too precious and, and short in the grand scheme of things to live it for someone else. If you were meant to live their life, you would be them all, okay? You would be them. You wouldn't be you. And vice versa. If they were meant to live your life, they would be you, not them. And that was basically the rant that I had in my head when I woke up after this dream. Like sometimes gold just strikes in the morning, you know? And this is why you've got to pay attention to your dreams. Start thinking about what they mean when you wake up and just like let the thoughts flow out get a dream journal if you can put it like next to your bed and just like jot down whatever it is that you dreamt about even if you don't understand it you can come back to it later and journal on it and then like the things will start coming out and you're like oh okay this is what this means especially if you have repeating patterns or repeating dreams definitely start paying attention to that because there is something within your subconscious that is ready to be healed um and it's something pretty big that's going to help you like propel forward And obviously this was just as important for me, uh, to just be like, fuck it, I'm doing it. I'm living my life. Um, and it's probably, you know, just as important for you. And if this episode found you today, I hope you feel like the little spark of excitement in the center of your chest as I did too, when I realized that like, I get to design my life, however the fuck I want, when I want, how I want, right? And you get to as well. And as always, if you enjoyed, leave a review, write a comment, send me a DM on Instagram at Breakthrough and Bloom. Let me know your thoughts. And if you want to know about my astral travels too, just let me know because they're super interesting. I could talk about them in a different episode if you're into it. 
And in case no one has told you this today, I am so proud of you. You're doing amazing, sweetie. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye.